Welcome to Roman's Road. I'm your host, Eddie Roman. This is where we talk about evangelism and apologetics and all kinds of Christian stuff. Have you ever heard something so outlandish that you're not sure if the person telling you this is joking or if they're being serious? Today, we're going to look at something like that. Um, Under normal situations, I might not even be talking about this, but over the past few years, I have actually encountered two people who believe this kind of thing. So I thought to myself, why not? Today, we're going to be looking at the subject of flat earth. Yes, there are people, lots of people, as a matter of fact, in this day and age who believe that the earth is flat. And somehow this ends up mixing into Christianity in just a very strange way. So today on the show, I have a very special guest all the way from the UK. We have John Harris. John, thanks so much for coming on the show. Eddie, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm very excited. Thanks for inviting me. So, John, could you just tell us really quickly, just so these people who are here looking for a flat earth are wondering why they're looking at your face. What is it you do over there in Europe? All right. So uh, I'm John Harris, the director of Living Waters Europe. Uh, We've been running this for many years and uh, looking after the ministry. We have a YouTube channel where we ha- we upload loads of our witnessing encounters, recordings that we do. So we kind of very busy here doing stuff. And uh, we found ourselves right in the middle of what looks like another pandemic, which is a flat earth pandemic. A flat-demic. Uh, a flat-demic. Da- flat hey, there you go. <laughs> Copyright. Okay, so I I had the uh, great pleasure of hanging out with John a few years back when I was in Germany and then in France, and John is a great guy. And at some point, we'll probably need to do a show on his testimony, because John, your testimony is, is, uh, boy, it's different. It involves uh, wars and explosions and running for your life and things like that. but we're not gonna we're not gonna um, let this conversation get sidetracked. But we'll uh, we'll save that for another day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, flat Earth. So often, in at least in the last couple of years with the American election, there have been so many things that have come up, just either just to try to end an argument or start an argument. And at least in America, conspiracy theories have become just kind of a normal thing. I was talking to a lady not too long ago who really does believe that the American government is in contact with space aliens and they now have the technology to give us these things called med beds, which are basically medical beds that if you put anyone in it with any kind of medical uh, you know, situation, whether they're paralyzed or they have some sort of disease, you put them in the bed and it does something to their DNA and they're healed. And I had talked to a woman who actually was mad at the government for hiding this alleged technology. And she really is just waiting for these med beds to be released so she can be healed, her son can be healed, and everyone gets healed. And, you know, as crazy as that sounds, most, like I said, most of the time we just hear stuff like that and we're just like, whatever, and we move on with our life. But every once in a while, it, it, uh, it affects us personally in, in you know, in, in, in a weird way. But um, John, I just want to I, I just want to throw this out there. Um, I know in America, conspiracy theories are, are just 
kind of commonplace now. What's it like in the UK? Why, why do people love conspiracy theories? And do you see that over in the UK? Well, um, yes, we see that a lot, Eddie. Uh, by the way, you know that uh, that Medbet you're talking about? That sounds very interesting, actually. Yes. Uh, have you ever watched Stargate? Where they have uh, some sort of a portal that goes from one ring-shaped portal. They go I know what one... you're talking about. I, I haven't watched it, but I, I think, do they have a med bed in there? Yeah, they have, uh, I don't know what it's called. Uh, Suffocus is coming to mind. I, I was going to Google it just as you were talking to see if that's the word for it. And you put somebody in this, what looks like a coffin, and you shut it, and then you get them out and they can revive. They can, you know, they could be blown to bits or gunshot. Blown to bits. I wonder if this lady, instead of, you know, reading her Bible, she's just been watching Stargate or whatever you said that show was. But uh, yes. yeah. <laughs> it's very highly recommended. Okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> so conspiracy theories. Yes. What, 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 why do people love conspiracy theories? Well, you know, Eddie, I, I'm I'm baffled by this. Uh, I guess it's something to do with people getting a big buzz about uncovering some mystical thing or um, <clears throat> a secret plan. I mean, I don't know if you know this, but conspiracy means uh, a secret plan by a group of people to do something unlawful or harmful. Now, yeah, so, so it's it's not necessarily wrong all the time. It's not necessarily bad, but nowadays you hear the word conspiracy theory. It's almost a way to shut down a conversation. You believe that? Oh, you believe in conspiracy theater, theories. In other words, you're an idiot, you know? But yeah. re in reality, the word conspiracy theory, it just means a secret plan by a bunch of people to do something bad. That's a spot on there. And of course, if you think you've uncovered such a secret illegal activity, what are you gonna think? You're gonna think you're one of the elite guys with special, with special intelligence, who's clever enough to do something like that. And, uh, and it's really hard to talk somebody out of the conspiracy theory because evidence is not the way to go. You can't give them evidence and say, here you go, I've proven to you that this conspiracy is not true because the nature of conspiracy is that you disbelieve everybody. You mm -hmm. can't believe somebody uh, because everybody's a liar in some way. So if somebody goes against the conspiracy, he, he's one of those who are lying. So therefore, how can you take advice from these sort of people? So it really becomes very messy. And most of the time, when they're trying to convince you that the earth is flat, uh, they're coming from the angle of saying something like you're blind and you're deceived and that you need your eyes opened. So they come from the point of view that your eyes are shut and your mind is shut. So therefore, who are you to give me advice about um, whether this conspiracy is true or false? So it's kind of a spirals. It's a downward spiral. Once you get into conspiracies, it's really hard to get out of it and it's hard to get convinced otherwise because that's what conspiracy does, because you think you're one of the enlightened ones and those people who are talking to you are not one of those enlightened ones. Um, now, I mean, what, I, yeah, sorry. No, one of the things you said that I thought was interesting, you said um, the, the people who believe in flat earth come from a specific angle. I don't think they have an angle if they believe the whole world's flat. That's a horrible dad joke. Oh, oh, oh. Um, oh we're going to be like this, are we? We're going to maybe, you know, we got to keep this thing interesting. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, one thing I noticed about the woman with the med beds um, when I was talking to her is, is, and I've seen this with a lot of people who are into the, these, uh, you know, really, really off the wall kind of ideas, is the universal thing that holds them all together is just a hatred and a distrust of the government. The government is lying to us, and I'm sure that's true in some sense, um, 
but it always starts with the government is lying to us or I can't get the government to do this for me. The government's making me pay this money. The government put me in jail, whatever it is. So there's this underlying hatred towards the government. Therefore, I'm on the internet and I see something bad or, or you know, scandalous or mysterious about the government. That must be true because I hate the government. That's one thing that, that I've seen. It, what about you? Have you seen that at all? Well, uh, to be honest with you, I've seen conspiracies in many different areas. Um, actually, have you come across the one conspiracy that there aren't real, there are no real birds? Have you come across that one? There are no real birds. Uh, there are cameras that the government is sending around and flying little machines called birds. My, you know uh, my, my, my boys, my sons actually talk about that one. You know, they, they'll say, why don't we ever see any baby pigeons? <laughs> and I guess there's YouTube videos with that on it. So, yeah, I, I have heard that one. That's a whole Facebook thing. You can go on Facebook and, and be part of one of those conspiracies. I mean, there are loads of conspiracies like that. And I think the fuel behind it is to make people think that they got something that no one else knows. They've got some secret inside information that only the elite has got. And of course, if you get a buzz from something like that and you've got one or two followers, the next thing you know, um, you, you're never going to give it up. You're going to just find reasons. Everything becomes a reason for you to believe in mm -hmm. this conspiracy even more and more. Nothing will get you out of it. It's a vicious circle, straight down, spiral, yeah. spiraling down. So, you know, uh, again, most people, they, they hear something like this. There are no birds. There's, they're all cameras flying around and they just laugh and move on with life. Um, how is it that you personally came to care about this whole flat earth thing? Because this has been around for a long time here and there. I did a little research before this episode and you know, I'm, read I'm reading a book by a guy named Danny Faulkner, who's an expert on this stuff. Yeah. And he kind of goes through, this has been around for a long time. It's resurfaced and gone away over the, the, the centuries, really. Um, why is it that you, John Harris, know so much, you're like my resident expert on all things flat earth. Like, why, why did you come to care about this? Oh, man, you know what? I used to do talks on, on certain subjects and I used to uh, laugh because uh, they used to pin the flat earth uh, idea on, on Christians and I used to show them how it wasn't. And I used to show them how there's a whole flat earth society that uh, teaches people uh, that the earth is flat and people will be shocked by it. And I'd say, look, so this is current, this is happening now. Actually, what triggered this whole thing is the fact that I didn't realize how so many people are involved in it. It turned out there are genuine people who are involved in this flat earth conspiracy. And in other words, they believe it in such a great way. And I was really forced into it. I suddenly found myself surrounded by people who believe in flat earth, something that doesn't happen every day. Uh, in the beginning, I thought it was some sort of a joke, like you said, you know, you don't know whether to laugh or to think it's serious. And people told me that they believe the earth is flat. And then a family member uh, came out and told me that they're convinced the earth is flat and tried to give me all sorts of evidence they've heard on the internet to tell me the earth is flat. So it became a bit personal. And this person told me how blind I was because I can't trust, because I can't see the truth. Um, I, I obviously, I mean, when I, I couldn't talk this person out of it, which was very disturbing for me. And I, I was told that I'm just like all these other Christians who believe in evolution because they're unbiblical and reject the authority of scripture. So I brought all this stuff up. And also on top of that, I had some friends who became flat earthers actually came out and told me, and it was really strange. 
they were not even quiet about it. You know, when you're into conspiracies, you try not to kind of reveal too much and you try to be yeah. quiet. Because you don't want people to think you're going crazy. But these were on a mission. They can't talk about anything else. It's their highest priority. They wanted to convert the world. It made it worse when I found that some Christians were joining. And listen to this, Eddie. I don't think I told you this before. Joined us in our Ambassadors Academy and they were flat earthers. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're telling me. So, so for those who don't know, the Ambassadors Academy is um, Living Waters uh, Evangelism Weekend, where we get people around the world coming and um, they we teach them how to evangelize. So you're telling me that there were people on that side by side with the rest of us who believe in a flat earth. Hey, listen, Eddie, I, I'm going to tell you something that happened. First of all, yes. And on average, I get at least 5% of those who come to our academies and, and, and some and random meetings I do on teaching are flat earthers and are, they are proud of it. At least two or three for every 50 people that come to our meetings. And they are so vocal about it, right? And the, at the end, listen to this, Eddie, I had to update our code of conduct saying, that we reject this view and that we won't want people wasting time discussing it during the academy, like we don't want people to discuss eschatology and different views right. on soteriology, right? But here, listen to this, two years ago, this was done two years ago. Um, you know Miguel uh, from Mexico. Yep. Uh, well, we invited him to be in our academy. We were, when we were there a few years ago, we said, do you fancy coming one day? He said, yes, and we booked him in and he came, right? And this was funny because he went in front and he was doing a talk on relativity and bless him. He was standing in front and saying, look, truth is truth. You can't change it. Like, for example, the earth is, is a globe and you, no matter what you say, you can't change that. And to his shock, at least two people jumped in saying, yeah, the earth is flat. And the whole conversation went dead. <laughs> and he looked at me in shock and horror. And he said, John, uh, what just happened? I said, yeah, uh, Miguel, you're not aware of this, are you? Uh, yes, we get that a lot. And afterwards, I had to go up there and correct it all and put it in its perspective and say, look, we don't believe in flat earth. You want to discuss it? We're more than happy to discuss it. But they were vocal. They will go in front and they wow. will be happily tell you you're completely wrong. That is within our academy. So I had to find a way to, to put a stop to that. What do you think to that? Oh, I, th I think that's hilarious. I'll have to ask Miguel about that. I, I could... I. I can't imagine. Um, well, I don't have to imagine. We're talking about it right now. <laughs> not, and not, you know, only, so not, only, not only that idea, I just wanted to sort of answer the question. So all of this motivated me to start listening to everything the Flat Earther had to say and what mm -hmm. evidence they had for what they really believe, which makes you want to or need to relearn everything you've ever studied in science and physics <laughs> and then some on top and makes you want to check everything for yourself. So that is my journey. Yeah. And that's where I, I've, I've done a whole talk on the subject. So maybe we can get more deeper kind of in the future. Yeah. So, I mean, w within Christianity um, throughout time, ever since the resurrection, there have been different Christians who believe stuff that just isn't true. And so that, that comes out in different ways over the, over the ages, um, whether it be, this one specific Bible version is the only one that God really uses, something like that, or, or you know, there, there's you could you could go on and on. Just because someone is a Christian doesn't necessarily believe that everything else they believe, um, other than the the essentials of Christianity, the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, doesn't necessarily mean everything else they believe is true. And 
this is actually the reason that I got interested in it because like in, so in America, there's a Netflix. Um, I don't know if they have that over there in the, okay, they do. Okay. Well, that's yeah. good. Yeah. That's oh, good yeah. and bad. I don't know if that's good. <laughs> I, I know what program you're going to mention as well. Yeah. They, they have, they have a, a flat earth movie, I guess on Netflix that anyone can watch. And it's, it's fascinating. Yeah. Um, in that program that, you know, there's people talking about it. What a lot of people don't realize is that within the church, there are a lot of people who believe in fat earth, flat, not fat girth, flat <laughs> earth. Um, oh, and, and what, a, what a lot of people don't realize is that a lot of Christians claim that the reason they believe that the earth is flat is because according to them, it's in the Bible. It's written in their scriptures. There's actually, I, I've heard of people who've actually said the reason I became a flat earther or the reason I became a Christian is because I saw someone explain to me that the earth was flat. And then I looked at the Bible and I, I b believe that. And so, you know, there, there's, there's people who read the Bible and somehow they get out of that. Oh, the earth is, is flat. Um, why? <laughs> like, <laughs> why does that happen? I don't understand. Why does that happen? Well, you know, uh, Eddie, this is a real big problem. I'll be honest with you. To get the idea that the earth is flat from the Bible, we have to do something to the Bible or to the text that we would never, ever dream of normally doing that um, mm. in, in, in any other verse. Uh, we, that is namely to take the text out of context. Yeah. Not only that, but you have to interpret the Bible in an absolute literal sense everywhere. It mentions the word earth. And that is some effort to do. Um, that's that's really a terrible way to interpret the Bible. If we did that with every, with any other verse in the Bible, we would come up with all sorts of crazy conclusions. Uh, we can we can talk about those crazy conclusions. But you and I know that the Bible sometimes speaks in poetry language or in symbolic sure. language, uh, figurative or metaphors or hyperboles and so on. And um, we we have to get this right. Otherwise, we'll just miss completely what it's trying to tell us and uh, although i'm going to give you an example for example uh, for now where they get it wrong as an example of how they interpret the bible and get it wrong we should really dedicate a whole episode on just that to go through all these verses and help those people who are saying the earth is flat according to the bible because they couldn't get more false than that right and i'm going to show yeah. you an example of how false this is i mean have you heard the flat earthers saying Jesus promoted the idea that the earth is flat? I mean, have you heard of that? Yes, I, I have. We, we, we actually, at, at Living Waters, we're working on a, a flat earth video that will be coming out soon. But yeah, in, in, in doing that, I got to um, hear some flat earthers basically claim the reason I believe flat earth is because Jesus did. So, so where do they get that from? Why do they you say know what? I'm going to bring it straight out there because this is, this is something that needs to be tackled and it gets embarrassing. Here's an example of where Jesus, where they're claiming that Jesus said the earth is flat. I'm going to read it out. It's Mark 13, verse 27. Mark 13, verse 27. And then he, talking about himself as the son of man, and then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. Okay, there's your verse, which tells us well, the, the flat earther would say, here we go. Jesus um, promotes flat earth. And so they say the globe doesn't have any ends, but a flat earth does have ends. 
that means Jesus was trying to tell us that the earth is flat. Okay, so this will be their example. Now, I'm just going to take you through this. I, you're probably going to run, you're going to run rings around this, right? Okay, now, but now hold on a second. So <laughs> since that verse uses the term, the ends of the earth, that proves that the earth is flat. Because it well, has an globe, end. <laughs> globes don't have end, Eddie. Come on now, be serious. Does a globe have an end? No, <laughs> I guess you win. <laughs> there you go. Make your flat earther in five seconds. <laughs> so wow. I'm going to, so you can see how they can mess this up completely. So, uh, so, so they're reading. Ba basically what, what you're saying is um, they, they prove their point by taking things out of context and not looking at the, the, the normative language of, of the Bible you know, when there's a part in the Bible where Jesus says, I am the door. So obviously, if we were to take that literally, Jesus is actually a plank made out of wood with a doorknob on it, you know. Um, okay. All right. Keep going. So, it's, uh, yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, of course, if you want to follow this kind of language, we have loads of stuff in the Bible. Like, for example, when Jesus said, uh, when referring to the, the, the bread saying, this is my body, take it and eat it. Does that mean Jesus yeah. is wholemeal bread? Is that what he is? Is, it, is he literally saying, I am bread? Well, obviously well, not. Well, Catholics would say yes, but the, 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 the easy way to refute that is the fact that they didn't take him and eat him when he told them to do so. <laughs> you know? And, and without getting into that, I, actually, we yeah. did a, po a podcast on Catholicism. So if you're interested in that, you can go back into the archives and, and find it on the Romans Road podcast. But... Yeah, that, that's about so, as literal a literal as it gets. You know, what's interesting is a lot of times Christians will be criticized. People will say, you take the Bible literally. And the answer is, is yes, but it depends what you mean by that. So yeah. the Bible is written in different ways throughout the different parts of the Bible. So you have historical um, fact, you have poetry, you have... Um, prophecy, you have things that are written in different ways. And so, yes, we take it literally in the sense that what it's meant to be saying, that's what we believe. But it doesn't mean that I believe that Jesus had a doorknob sticking out of him, right? Yeah. And, and just like today, today someone might say, you know, I'm, we've gone to all the ends of the earth. And even today, they don't mean the world is flat when they're saying that. It's a figure of speech. And throughout yeah. the Bible, there's figures of speech. But if you want to prove anything and you're dedicated enough, you can do it by using the Bible and basically twisting things to, to the way you want them to, to, to come off. Um, well, Eddie, I think what we want to do is tear apart this argument. I, I would like to just give me 30 seconds to yeah. tear apart argument because well, what, was, what, was the verse, what was the verse again that's mark uh 13 verse 27 okay i just want to i want to tear it apart literally just within the next 30 seconds so yeah. you can see the absurdity of the claim right if we're supposed to take this verse literally then we should also say that heaven is flat because the verse says from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven Ooh. you see what i see what's yeah. going on here so if the earth is flat, then why not heaven? And on top of that, the flat earther would say that heaven here is the dome. That means the dome is flat. What flat earther will accept that as an argument, as a verse from the Bible to prove that the dome is flat, right? Because they believe it's curved, okay? Now it gets worse than that. I mean, this is like one verse where we're gonna 
tear it apart. It gets worse than that. The verse also says that he will gather his elect from the four winds from the ends of the earth. That means the earth is actually square instead of round and flat because it's talking about four winds. If there are four winds, then why not four uh, corners? The Bible actually talks about four corners uh, in other places in the Bible, right? So now, when you, now, now real quick, when you say um, dome and you say that it's that it's square rather than round, so they, they actually have a, a, a shape, a model that they believe in um, yeah. that the earth looks like. And you can actually, uh, you can look that up online um, yeah. by just Googling, what would you Google? F flat, round thing? <laughs> flat thing. Flat Earth map should do it. Flat, Flat Earth, map. Earth map. Okay, and you and you can you can have a example of what it is that they uh, they believe it looks like. So basically, it's a disc, and then and it's flat like a plate, and then over the top of the disc, there's a dome. There's a you know, and, and on a model, they actually sell clocks and different models you can get. And so over the top, it's it's basically a glass dome, or, um, and then within that dome. You have the sun and the moon, and I mean, it, it, it's just, uh, they put a lot of thought and effort into figuring this thing out, but based yeah. on the way they, they want it to, uh, to look. But anyway, go, go on, back to the verse. So, so. Okay, so this is, this is really interesting, right? So, so far, the heaven, heaven is flat, uh, and the earth is square rather than round, not necessarily round based on this verse, it could also be square, and it gets right. worse than that. The verse also says that he will gather the elect from there, right? Does that mean not only are the earth and heaven square and flat, but some of the elect actually live at the edges that Jesus will gather them from? Does that, that mean there that, are Christians that, that live there now? Would that mean that all the elect live at the ends of the earth? Like yeah. if that's and where not, he's going to gather them from. And, and not only that, Eddie, but I mean, how did these people become Christians in the first place? People traveled there? I thought there was no way of traveling to the edge of the earth, right? And Jesus is saying he's going to collect all these Christians from the edge of the earth. So if that was what Jesus was trying to say, the earth is flat, and we're going to take that verse as literal, boy, have we broken everything that he just said, right? What is he really saying, right? This is what this is what the verse is really saying, that Jesus will gather all those who are saved from everywhere. The ends of the earth, in this case, means everywhere, from all over the place, from all nations. Jesus is, try Jesus is not trying to describe the shape of the earth. He is trying to describe what he is going to do. He's going to bring all people from everywhere, all the elect, all the saved ones are going to come and be part. So if we, if this is what happens when you try to, in, in this case, this is what's going to happen when you try to interpret the Bible uh, literally to support flat earth, you're going to mess everything up. Now, I want you to think of the consequence of messing up one verse like that. Just think of the consequence. Now, mm -hmm. Proper hermeneutics takes care of all these things, right? We interpret these verses properly because we account for those things. So the idea is that we know what the writer is trying to tell us instead of what we want to get out of it. So it's exegesis rather than eisegesis. But if you have a group of people, like you have a pastor who believes in flat earth and you have some individual who's doing a Bible study who believes in flat earth, this is really serious. I can't believe any of their interpretation. I cannot believe that if a flat earther is going to do a Bible study, I'm not sure I can take anything he tells me seriously because right. I don't know if he's done the interpretation right or he just applied his own view on what he wants it to say because that's how he interprets all the flat earth verses. So why? how am I going to trust him with, with these other verses uh, to know that he's using proper hermeneutics if he's broken it in one place? Now, this is yeah. just one example, by the way. This is just one example where Jesus supposedly was promoting a flat earth um, uh, model. 
Yeah, no, it'd be really hard to have a Bible study like that over at your flat. So hey. uh, actually, I don't know if Americans will get that joke because we don't call houses flats or apartments flats. Maybe some people do, but see what I did there? Yeah, I see what you did there. I think it's clever for us. Humor. Um, Too clever to it's for us. Not funny on either side. <laughs> uh, well, you know, um, yeah, and so obviously there, there, there is a whole other side, probably bigger side of secular flat earthers who really don't care about the Bible at all, and, and they yep. they use all their science. But on this episode, we're specifically uh, focusing on the Christians and. Some Christians actually would, would tell you that the reason the news, the reason NASA, the reason we see globes everywhere is that the worldly people are trying to hide the fact that God exists. And, and so where does that come from? Why would, why would a globe Earth, instead of a flat Earth, hide the fact that God exists? Yeah, I mean, you, you've hit the nail on the head. Is that something you guys say? Do you hit people? Yeah, yeah, only when we're hammering stuff, but yes. Okay. But you don't, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, between us, we're going to use some analogies. That's going to make, uh, it's going to, we're going to lose some people in, in either oh, they're, side. They're, they're lost by now they're already. Lost, right? <laughs> it's, it's, it's gone. So just keep going. It's just me and you at this point. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a great encouragement. There we go then. Yeah. Uh, really, you know what? I guess it helps to realize that the majority of those people who believe the earth is flat is saying, is saying this because they believe the Bible teaches it. So we're talking about Christians who are saying that it teaches it. So the right. obvious conclusion they're going to come to is to say that the corrupt and the wicked people of this world are trying to hide what the Bible teaches and therefore keep people away from believing in God. So that's going to be their logical approach and the logical conclusion here. They're, they almost have this idea that as soon as you show people the earth has a dome and that it's flat and that we've been lied to by everyone, everyone will become a Christian. It's, it's almost huh. this, this expectation that as soon as I reveal the deceitfulness of the world, you'll all become Christians. And that's really illogical. I mean, imagine, ima imagine uh, we convince everyone right now we, that, uh, that we live in a flat, on a flat rock somewhere, right? Covered by a dome and that the sun and the moon and the stars are all inside this dome. What difference would it really make? Or will it make any difference? Will, will, they, will people suddenly uh, convince, if we were to convince everybody the earth is flat, do you think suddenly everyone will um, be convinced that there is, uh, that, that the earth was created by God? Is that what well, they're gonna do? Well, I mean, you know, the fact that there's tons of flat earthers that don't believe in God, it kind of uh, ruins that whole argument. Absolutely. And if, they're not going to believe it. They're going to, those who don't believe now will say, ah, I always knew that aliens have brought us to this planet. And now here is the proof. That's what they're going to the say, right? Are coming. <laughs> exactly right. Med beds. We can look forward to those. They're never going to accept God because the earth is flat or has some kind of a dome, right? Now, we talked about Stargate earlier, right? And now, yes, because yeah. you don't know anything about Stargate, no, uh, this is not going to help you right now. So, <laughs> somebody listening to this might know about Stargate. I think so. I think I think all intelligent people have probably watched Stargate um, that uh, program. I, I I disagree with that, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Star Wars. I have a gate uh, on my fence. Does that count? I think that counts. I think that counts. I think that counts. But there was a special. There is a special release they made, which is called Stargate Atlantis City or Atlantis. And this is where they had one of those um, special ring-shaped portal. And they transport people to another place 
But in this time, it was to a place called Stargate Atlantis. And Atlantis is this lost city. This is what they called it, the lost city, which looks like, I don't know, you've not seen it, looks like snowflake, I think, a snowflake shape. Uh, but there is a, this force field that's above it. And this force field allows this whole city, which is absolutely huge, by the way, take off into space and it flies Ooh. right through and it can go really fast, probably speed of light, who knows. And then it can stop as well. It can hover. It can just sit there and, and hang on nothing. Okay. Now, okay. just because um, um, it has, just because it's got a sophisticated dome, um, does that mean that uh, God made that Atlantis? I mean, if you talk to people who were watching that program, if you talk to people who are making that program, did they imply even once that this Stargate Atlantis existed because God created it? Mm. No, they just went through it and say that some alien civilization put that together. So it made no difference. They didn't go around saying that God created it. Why would they, why would they say uh, Stargate Atlantis city uh, is a, um, a whole structure that was not made by God. And suddenly, if we find out that the earth is flat and it's got a dome, we're all going to get on our knees and say, you know, we can all repent and put our trust in Jesus because suddenly the earth is flat. No. Well, I mean, Stargate Atlantis for me is a simple way of explaining. Nobody cared. Nobody said God did it. And today, if you reveal the earth is flat, if that's if that were true, no one would care. You see, it's illogical to assume that we're being kept away from God because we don't know the earth is flat. We, right. What's keeping people away from God is sin, right? Mm. It's definitely not the fact that we don't know the earth is flat or has a dome. Yeah, so now that really gets to the, the heart of mankind, the reason for uh, evidence failing so often when you're trying to uh, preach the gospel to someone. People don't stay away from God because they don't have enough evidence. It's like, you know, Ray Comfort says, People, you know, people stay away from God. The same reasons a, a criminal stays away from a police officer. Yeah. He don't want to have anything to do with them. <laughs> he don't want to get caught. And, you know, there's been plenty of times when I've, you know, used some kind of evidence, maybe the complexity of the eyeball or whatever, to try to explain to someone um, God exists. There's no way this could have happened without God or, or whatever. And people just absolutely do not care um, about evidence because it has nothing to do with evidence. It has to do with sin. And it's really, it's really interesting. I'll be talking to someone who is mocking me for believing in the Bible. They, they'd be mocking me for believing in heaven or in God. And then that same person will turn around and explain to me that they're going to get reincarnated and they're going to come back as some kind of animal. And in their mind, that is 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 like scientific or it's logical um and they don't really see through the, the the fact that they are mocking me for something that they cannot prove that i cannot prove according to them and they're doing the same thing if not worse you know and so people don't hide from god or run away from the evidence um for no other reason than than, than they're sinners and they want to have nothing to do with them. Um, with, with this, this flat earth thing, it's, uh, it's just remarkable. One of the things that when you first encounter this, you just kind of get blindsided and it's, it's hard to actually talk to someone about this because you just want to laugh the whole time. It's, it's so ridiculous. There, there, you, you start thinking about it and there's just so much 
evidence, irrefutable evidence that the, the earth is a globe. The fact that I'm even saying that is just weird, you know, that that, that wouldn't be obvious to everyone. Um, there's so much irrefutable evidence to, to show that the earth is a globe, whether it be the way you can see the, 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 the moon and the sunset and the sunrise. And, and I mean, there's, there's plenty of experiments out there on YouTube scientists like sh showing this. Um, what, it, what, so in talking to these people, what is some, some of the, the best evidence for a globe earth <laughs> that you give to them? Not, not that they care often from what I've seen, but you know, how, how is, what's just like a simple way you can say, well, here's how we know that the, the earth is actually a globe. Well, you know what, um, it, it really isn't that difficult, but for some reason, uh, they, they made it become difficult. There are so many ways of proving the Earth is, is a globe, and there are so many ways of proving that the Earth has got a curvature. Um, but of course, the flat earther makes claims saying that these things that we see further away, we can see them, um, and uh, we cannot see some of it because they're under the curvature. Uh, there is a drop that happens behind the curvature and we cannot see them because of something that's called the light refraction. So the very thing that should help them see that there is a curvature is the very thing they're using against it. But there is a way to avoid all of that. There is a way to make it easy so that everybody can run this particular experiment and get come to the conclusion that there is an absolute curvature around the earth. So um, I have two or three ideas that we can use, at least a couple that I wanna share with you today. Mm -hmm. For example, uh, I don't know if you've heard of this called the wind, wind turbine farms uh, that you can have around the world. I mean, there are wind turbine farms. These are yeah, farms they, 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 they're uh, offshore a, a lot of times and, and they're just, just big wind turbines and, and they're farming the wind. That's why they're called wind turbine farms. I guess. Exactly right. That is exactly what they're doing. They generally than I look. Well done. We'll drink to that. Uh, mm. This is just water, and uh, we both were, we both have green. Thanks for um, clarifying. That. <laughs> <laughs> it needed to be said. Well, I don't know. Mine is water. I can't see what yours is. So mine is uh, coffee. Oh, that's okay. You need it. It's very early because in the morning. Of the, the time difference between us. Um, I need I'm something. In the, it's in the afternoon here. I had plenty of sleep. You just only woken up. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what you've got is these wind turbine farms which uh, obviously generate electricity to give it to the close by cities and towns and they produce megawatts of energies. I mean, they're incredible. They're about hundred meters high. They have blades that are 75 meters long. I mean, this is incredible. And they're connected to the shaft and there's another two meters. And when you look at them from a distance, you wouldn't believe how big these things are. Absolutely incredible. Uh, they, they are kind of, there are loads of them. There are dozens of them put uh, put together, um, scattered around. They're about half a kilometer apart. And you get them anywhere between five miles and maybe 50 miles away from the shore. Uh, it could probably be further away, but then it's no good to us if it's too far away. What makes this interesting is, is that it has a yellow platform. Normally when they're in the sea, they have a yellow platform, which is about 15 meters from the bottom. Uh, some turbines have different specs, so you need to check out when, you, when you're looking at this for yourself. I'll tell you in a minute how you can find them, uh, because at the moment, I'm assuming you have something similar nearby. Basically, we, 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 have, we have something. We have, we have uh, there's a lot of them maybe within an hour of me. Um, these particular ones are on land, though, but I know that they have them offshore in a lot of places. Yeah. And uh, basically what happens is when you're looking at some of those turbines and they're very far away, 
uh, you can either see the top of the turbine or you can see the blades as they turn from the top. Right. You always see them from the top first and then bottom if they're closer. Uh, because that's the highest point of the turbine, the blades turning around. around. Uh -huh. But very rarely, if they're not close enough, you would see the yellow platform. If you don't see it, then you know that the earth has got curvature. Why are you not seeing the bottom? You're seeing the top. If you're worried about refraction, uh, this is where the light bends, and then you, you feel that you're not seeing the true um, uh, the curvature properly. But in, in other words, they blame it on the refraction, saying you're only seeing the top half because the light is bending upwards kind of thing. Mm. Um, then all you've got to do is visit these different places at different times of the year when it's either hot and cold because it's a heap of the air that makes the light bend. So just go there at different times of the year and do a comparison with, the, with these results. Now, this is the interesting part, right? What you could definitely do is go to any of the website that gives you the drop of, of per mile, right? We know it's eight inches per mile uh, squared, right? Drop so meaning? If, if I'm so if I'm standing on the shore and I'm looking out to sea and there's a wind turbine, which basically is just a big, long pole, really big right. st sticking in, in the ocean, um, the drop would be the fact that I can't see the bottom of the pole, which would be the yellow part. And I can only see the top um, because of the curve of the earth that there, there there's a drop, meaning the 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 wind turbine is dropped lower than. The level that I'm seeing just because the earth's round. It's like if you had a if you had a basketball and you stuck a dart in one side and then you turned the basketball a little bit, you would only see the 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 edge of the dart. You wouldn't see the, the whole thing the more you turned it, kind of thing, proving that exactly. it's round. Yeah, exactly right, Eddie. And we know that the curvature of the earth means that it drops eight inches per mile squared, or if you want to do it in feet, it's one foot per 1.23 miles squared. Okay. And it, does, it doesn't matter. You don't need to remember this. You go on a website and you type in the distance you, you think you are from the turbine. You can get the distance because it's easy to get. It's part of the map that I'm going to give you in a minute that you can find. So. Uh yeah. <laughs> well, you don't have to do any math. You go on those websites, you just type curvature of the earth or calculate curvature of the earth, find an easy one to follow and just put on there the distance you're looking at and see what kind of height you would expect to see. Now, these things are 100 meters high. So clearly, um, if it tells you that you should be seeing uh, the top 50 meters, then you expect to see the top half, right? So right. if it matches the curvature of the earth, then you can't blame it on anything else. You can't go around saying there's a light refraction or something like mm. that, because clearly you're getting the results you're expecting with the curvature, the calculation of the curvature. So that will be dead end. That should be like a killer argument that completely clears it for you. Not only are you not seeing the bottom, but you're seeing the expected height of that particular turbine without having to do your own tests. They're already sitting there waiting for you. You can go and visit them and, and see those. Okay, now you say that should be the end of it, but in reality, um, when you're talking to someone who believes in flat earth, more often than not, it's not the end of it. There seem, you know, even with, with irrefutable evidence like that, what happens is many flat earthers, they, they see the evidence and instead of admitting their mistake, instead of saying, oh yeah, you know, that, that is clear, um, they, they'll just argue and they'll, they'll cling to something or they'll basically say, well, I don't understand it, but it's gotta be not that. 
and they'll they'll just run run to but that. It's a little worse than that, Eddie. Unfortunately, um, I, I interviewed the flat earther last year. Um, by the way, he was a thoroughly nice guy, uh, somebody you would love to be friends with and talk to. You, I couldn't have got a nicer guy to interview, right? And I said, um, you know, uh, these turbines are not far away from here. Let's go and see it together. We we will go together and examine this together. It's only an hour and a half away, and even less. It's maximum of an hour and a half away. Let's go and check it. Um, and see what, what we see, because then you will know, and I will know, and everybody will be happy, right? You know what he said? He said, I don't need to go because I'd already made up my mind. And uh, and then he followed that up huh. by saying, once you go flat, you can't go back, which means that he had no intention of uh, going and investigating anything. Although when you do ask him, he says, oh, I investigated all things. And say, well, let's do this one together, because clearly you missed something. And this would really make a difference, because you will see it with your own eyes. Because you know, most people say I've done it and they haven't. Most people say I've tested and they haven't tested anything. I know from experience, I mean, I know people yeah. who, who have been confronted with and say, John, you're so blind. You don't, you're so gullible. You're so blind. You don't follow where the evidence leads. And I say, okay, let's go and do it. And they say, no, no, I don't need to do it. I've already, I've already made up my mind. So they, did, they, I, did I just hear you say, once you go flat, you never go back? That's what I or said. you can't go back? You can't go back. That, that, that needs to be a t-shirt. That, that needs to be like, once you go flat, you can't go back. <laughs> you know what? I think it's already there. I'm Googling it already. I might buy that one. Yes. Yeah. You know, I, I actually, um, it's interesting. I was driving um, through a parking lot at... Um, at a, at a university in Los Angeles, man, this had to be five years ago. And I'm driving out of this parking lot and I, and I see this, this young man and he's arguing with these other people across the parking lot. And he's wearing a shirt that says the earth is flat. And he's arguing with these, with these people. And it was just, I just remember going, huh, that was weird. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, obviously there's, there's lots of people. Um, how, how many people would you say in America believe that the earth is flat and how many in Britain? And, you know, what, what do you, what, you, you, you're, like I said, you're the resident expert on, on this. What are the, what are the numbers? What are we talking about here? Right. I'm going to tell you about the numbers, but we mustn't forget to come back to this one because I have to tell you how the listener can get the, uh, find the map so that they can go and find the turbine uh, close to them. In fact, shall I? Okay. Shall just I, the numbers real quick. And then back to the, to the info. Yeah. Numbers real quick. I mean, have you heard of YouGov? A what? A YouGov. Um, are we talking about the numbers? Yeah. You want to know about yes. the yes, the statistics, right? Well, YouGov is a is a a, a company that does statistics. And um, okay. In 2018, in April, they went off and they want to find out how many people believe that the Earth is flat. And um, they found out that I mean, we're talking millions here, right? We're not talking like a a, a dozen or or ten or a hundred. We're talking millions. Two percent of Americans believe that the earth is flat. We're talking about six and a half million people who believe the earth is flat. Wow. Not only that, but 5%, right, say that they used to believe the earth, uh, the world is spherical, but now have doubts. So we're talking 2% who know it's flat and we've got 5% who are doubting. That's about 16 and a half million people beginning to think that the earth could be flat. And this survey says that most Americans who believe the earth is flat are millennials. I'm not sure people know the definition of millennials, but uh, different people seem to have different um, definitions for it, but it doesn't matter. The truth is 16 and a half million of them, uh, the majority of them are millennials, but 16 and a half millions of them are. Now in the UK, it's not much better. Um, we still have a problem here, 
Um, we, in 2019, a year later, they did exactly the same experiment and they found out that 1%, well, it's not 2%, so we do better than you. 1% of Britons uh, believe definitely the earth is flat and 2% say maybe it's flat and 4% say they don't know. Now that baffles me. What do you mean you don't know? What do you mean you don't know? You're telling me that you can go either way on this, right? That means we have half a million people in Britain who say definitely it's flat. 1.3 billion says, uh, million, sorry, says that the earth could be flat and two and a half million haven't got a clue. And you know when uh, I, you know the video I made to do with the turbines, I, I, I did yeah. the turbine thing, right? Yeah, and 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 by the way, we'll uh, that video will be released pretty soon. If if you want to uh, see it when it comes out, um, John, like what what is uh what is the easy way for people to follow you? You know, whether it be on YouTube or what whatever you what do you got there? What's your hashtag? You know, <laughs> you know what? It's really really easy because no matter where you go, just type Living Waters Europe. So if you go on Google and type Living Waters Europe, you get our okay. website. If you go on you, uh, sorry, did I say yeah? Google you type. Living Waters Europe. On YouTube, you do the same, Living Waters Europe. Just don't miss out Europe because we'll end up in America. So if okay. you, it's just Living Waters, you get American Living Waters. Well, I, I'm not so sure about ending up in America anymore because uh, it seems to me that you just proved that uh, Europeans are smarter than Americans because it seems like twice as many Americans believe in flat earth. And I don't, I don't know if I like that so much. I always thought that Europeans sounded smarter because of their accents and things like that but i, I never had proof that uh they so, actually, you know what's really interesting about this is in witnessing to people for the last 10 years one of the main issues that comes up is relativism the idea that whatever truth i want to believe then that's the truth that's true so if i believe in christianity well then that's true if i believe that our our civilization is here because it was seeded by aliens a long time ago. If I believe that, uh, if I believe in solipsism, that I, that I am actually the only one here in existence and my thinking is what creates John and my audience and whatever, like whatever it is, I believe that would actually be, uh, yeah, I don't know how to feel about that one. It's like, I would be talking to me right now, yeah. which would be great. But basically the idea that Truth is based on whatever you want it to be. And so it makes sense that so many more people are seeing this flat earth idea. And it's like, huh, I like that. I'm going to believe that. And when you start talking to them, giving them reasons, giving them evidences, it doesn't matter because whether they're going to believe that the earth is flat or whether they're going to believe that um, they're going to be reincarnated as a mule or wh whatever it is. It's it's not based on truth anymore. It's based on my emotion, what I like, what my you know. It's 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 something totally different. So to believe that the Earth is flat really fits in to the whole worldview that I can just believe whatever I want to believe. And so you know, even though this is one of the stranger belief systems. It, it really, you know, if you're not going to believe in the truth, then it's like anything goes, you know, yeah. um, really, uh, really a, 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 a crazy I, thing to think. Of. You know what, Eddie, I think the figures in Europe is slightly worse than we've got here. I really do. Because when we went out there doing the turbine, when we were shooting for the turbine recording, um, we had people come up to us and see all the amazing telescopes we're using and all the equipment we had. And they came up to us and said, what are you doing? This sounds, this looks exciting. What are you doing? And we said, well, 
we're recording um, this video about whether the earth is flat or not. So I thought maybe I'll catch somebody and I can interview them and see maybe, you know, get, be able to interview somebody who believes the earth is flat or not. And the majority of the people who stopped us, I would say probably all of them, when I said, what do you think is the earth, round, flat, or globe? They all said, I'm not sure. Now, I don't, I, I, think, I think that's really bad. I, you know, what do you mean you're not sure? What, what, how did you go through life not knowing? What is it exactly you're not sure about? Uh, it was very um, frustrating. It was upsetting yeah. and frustrating to meet with people who actually were saying we're not sure. We're open either way. Yeah, I'm open-minded. You tell me and I'll, I'll decide. <gasps> no, no, this shouldn't be a debatable issue. This should be clear. We, we're, right. This has been cleared for thousands of years. We shouldn't be talking about this. So yes, it was very frustrating to see that. Yeah. Yeah, really was. But again, we, we live in an age where truth is no longer important in the minds of so many people yeah but and, see, and so to, but, to say to say i don't know when asked a question about absolute truth that's normal and it's also seen as a good thing i'm open-minded yes. i'm open to the fact that you know that this might be something new like me and you should start the squ the uh trying the the uh, pyramid earth society <laughs> and i'm sure we'll get plenty of followers because there's this idea out there that, well, you can't really say that anything isn't true because it's it's really has to do with how you feel inside. And if these two guys, they feel that the earth is a pyramid, then maybe it is, <laughs> you know? I think I can pull that one off. Actually, I'm gonna go with, with this square. I can use the Bible to, to prove it's square and I'll, I'll have some followers. It's just absurd if you're going to- yeah use uh, that kind of logic when people when people say things like that um it it tends to be really funny it's it relativism is okay as long as you don't uh, say you disagree with them about something then relativism, right. <laughs> then relativism, That's not relativism. Yeah, say look i disagree with you the earth is flat what i no, the earth is definitely flat well what about relativism why is that not kicking in <laughs> <laughs> so so uh so often um, flat earthers, they, 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 you know, like I said before, they won't admit their mistake. Um, tell us about what, 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 tell us about the concept of a rescuing device. I've heard that term before. Yes. And basically this is something that flat earthers or really any, any kind of person who's clinging, clinging to something that they want to believe in. And no matter how much evidence you give to them, um, they're just not going to give in and they're always going to find some kind of rescuing device what, what what does that mean okay i am going to answer that question and it's an interesting phrase but i feel to, to for our listeners we should uh, just complete the one earlier on because i feel i haven't told them where they can find um wind turbines near them because if anybody i really wants... like how you do that like you're not allowing me to make you forget about all the important <laughs> stuff so please wrap up what we did before and then you can get back to whatever two or three things i've asked you to do so tell us about how wrap up the wind turbines it's just a, it's just to be fair because so big. but go ahead and wrap them up because somebody somewhere is going to say hey john you didn't tell us where we can find some wind turbines near us it's really mm. easy. all you do is go on google somewhere uh, and type this in your search bar, global offshore wind farms. Global offshore wind farms brings up a map and this map tells you exactly where they are and in the entire world. And also hopefully gives you more information as to how close they are, how far away they are so that you don't have to um, uh, 
uh, struggle with um, uh, finding them near you because uh, people want to do this experiment and it'll be great for them to see it for themselves. And then you got to get a telescope, right? Because you can't just see it with your eyeball. It's well, going to look well, tiny. No, no, because that's another thing I was going to mention. Most people, most shores where they have uh, these farms there, they have tour boats where they can hire oh. a boat and then drive towards it. And of course, a simple little um, telescope might help here where they can see that as they're, as they're traveling towards the, uh, um, these turbines, they can see that the yellow bit isn't showing up until they get closer and the yellow bits mm. are appearing as they get further away. And, uh, and also if they're worried about refractions happening from a certain angle, they can get the boat to go from the other angle. These boats spend the whole day trying to tour you around because that's the, how they make their money. You can make them see this turbine from different angles and they look awesome, right? So I want to recommend Okay, that. now, now okay. I'm going to throw a wrench into your plan there, Mr. Globe Earther. Okay. <laughs> What's really happening when you're taking the boat out to the turbine, there's a guy out there and he's painting it yellow no. as you're coming towards it. Right. And so they're, they're, and so, and so that's a rescuing device, right? No, well, um, the re I don't know how they're going to use this rescuing device, but because we're going to tell people how to use rescuing device in a moment. But, um, <laughs> but I think it's more like a hydraulics underneath it that's pulling it in and out of the water. Ah. See what I did there? Much better, much better. And that is the sound of me breaking in to say, I can't take any more of this right now. We're going to cut here and this episode. We'll be back next week with part two of The Flat Earth. So until then, keep it spherical. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please give it a good review on iTunes. This is the best way for others to notice Romans Road and give it a listen. The more Christians listening and learning how to evangelize, the more we glorify the Lord. Ray Comfort here. If you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, please take a moment to do so now. On your phone's podcast app, search for Romans Road, and when you find it, hit subscribe. It's free, and by doing so, you'll get all episodes past, present, and future. Then when you're finished, head over to livingwaters.com for a huge collection of evangelism videos, articles, tracks, and resources to help you share the gospel with those around you. That's livingwaters.com. Thanks for listening to Romans Road. If you want to learn how to evangelize, check out my book, Search and Rescue, available at eddyroman.com. On my website, you'll also find videos and other things to encourage you to preach the gospel to your friends and family. That's eddyroman.com. See you next time. Yeah.